Welcome to a brand new edition of Yuan's. I'm Omar Moore. Millwall box Watford at the Vic on Boxing Day. Watford nil, Millwall two. A Watford performance that was non-existent. And a Millwall performance that never got into top gear. It was that kind of game at the Vic. And I'll be talking about it on this brand new edition of Can you give us your thoughts on the game, please, this afternoon? Um, it was a tough defeat. Um, coming off a good result against Huddersfield, we went in the game with confidence, but we just gave away a sloppy goal, so it was hard from there, so yeah, tough. Where do you think the game was lost today? Was it in the midfield? Was it the physicality? Um, I'm not too sure, really. I thought we battled quite well. Obviously, going down to 10 men, it makes it harder, because every other player has to cover more ground. Um, but I'm not too sure, really. I just think... <laughs> Sloppy goal and a sloppy set, set piece as well, so yeah. You looked like you were fighting back to get into it and you came close yourself to getting an equaliser. Was that second goal what killed it off? Yeah, definitely. Um, we had a bit of momentum. Obviously, as I said, being down to 10 men and then they get a second goal, it's, it's, an even bigger, it's an even bigger mountain to climb, so yeah, I think it was. With the Christmas period, you've got two games coming up in quick succession. What do you need to do differently? Yeah, just bounce back from today. Um, obviously, for the fans that came out to watch today, um, it's a great opportunity for us to bounce back because we've got two, two quick games, so hopefully we can do so. It's the final game here of 2022. How much do you appreciate the supporters, particularly today, midday on Boxing Day? Yeah, exactly. Now, now, all the players appreciate it a lot. As you said, obviously, it's Christmas. People want to spend time with their families, but they're here to watch us. So in the next games, all we can do is just pay them back by getting a good result in the next few games. So, yeah. Thanks, Kino. Cheers, thank you. I actually thought that we battled quite well today. I'm paraphrasing what Keenan Davis said in that piece of audio you just heard. And thank you to Watford FC for that audio after the game between Watford and Millwall. If Keenan Davis thinks that his team battled quite well today, then he is not playing the kind of football that we know he's capable of. You cannot play that kind of game against Millwall that you watched today and say that Watford battled quite well. I don't care who you are. I don't care where you're watching from. I don't care if you're at the Vic, if you're on the Humber side, if you're down on the South Sea, if you are in another country. There is no way you watched that game today as a Watford supporter and felt that your team battled quite well. I don't know what planet Keenan Davis is on when he says that to the Watford FC interviewer, but I think that he cannot be on the planet where Vicarage Road is located because there is no way that you can watch this football match today and say that Watford FC, the men's team, battled quite well against this Millwall side who has now turned Watford over 
two occasions on the spin. And very easily, by the way. And I don't think Millwall was in top gear in either of these two matches that they played against Watford this season in the championship. Not a single moment, in my view, were Millwall in top gear. That doesn't take any credit away from Millwall. Millwall deserved to win both of these games, and they did. Millwall were absolutely dominant in both of these games. They clearly were. Millwall did everything correctly in both of these games, and that obviously is true. But there is no way you can sit there and say that Watford battled quite well today. That just is not true. By any stretch of the imagination. I think this performance frustrates me even more than the one back in October against this same Millwall side. Because at the time, I thought that the 3-0 defeat, which was the worst defeat and so far the heaviest defeat Watford have had this season, was just one of those kind of one-off things. Now, there have been plenty of one-offs, plenty of opportunities where Watford have turned opportunities into mushrooms and have not performed. And Millwall was one of those back in October. It was a dreadful game. It was the worst game of the season for Watford and still remains that along with this one. Loser got injured. He has not played since. And you would have thought that today's game on Boxing Day would have provided Watford the incentive that they needed to send a message to Millwall and get payback, get revenge against Millwall. That did not happen. As a matter of fact, not only did that not happen, it turned out that the motivating factor was for Millwall players to do the double over Watford. And in that motivation, they ended up succeeding. 3-0 in October and 2-0 in the game at the Vic here on Boxing Day. Millwall dominated Watford, pulled their pants down in both games. And in both games, Watford did not turn up to play. This performance is even worse because of the fact that the motivation for revenge should have been there for this team. It was Boxing Day. I get it. You want to talk about the 12 p.m. kickoff and after Christmas. Not the best kickoff, but that is not an excuse. Do you want to talk about the referee and the referee failing to give a penalty once again to Keenan Davis? The referee arguably failing to give a penalty against Saar, although I don't think that was a penalty on Saar anyway. That was a good job by the Millwall defender whose follow-through clipped Saar. So I do not think that that should have been a penalty. But if people want to blame the ref, they might blame the ref. But I don't think the ref is a part of why Watford lost this game. And I do not think that the 12 p.m. kickoff was an issue for why Watford lost this game. And I also don't think that the nine days off between this game and the previous one against Huddersfield was a reason that Watford lost. I think that Watford just do not have the confidence do not have the consistency in a lot of these games at the Vic, and they do not have the cohesion and leadership to put on consistently solid home performances. Now, granted, Watford had just gone four consecutive games with clean sheets, but that only lasted 22 minutes today. 
And with this Watford side so fragile with the amount of players out injured, it was imperative that Watford put on a good defensive display and some discipline today. And both of those things went out of the window in the first half. Where Watford lost this game was the first half. Watford did not show up in this match anywhere. And they played their usual at Vicarage Road, often at Vicarage Road, slow passing game, slow ball movement, slow movement up the pitch, lack of opportunity and effort and pressure being applied to the opposition goal, lackadaisical defending at times, switching off, poor passes in general, and no leadership on the pitch. He lost this game at half time, just before the half, with Hassan Kamara completely losing his sense of intelligence, temperament, and any kind of decency. One of the things I said on the Yuan's Christmas Eve focus was that Millwall would come into Vicarage Road with an eye on frustrating Watford. That's what every team does now coming into the Vic. Frustrate Watford, bog Watford down, high press Watford, get physical with Watford and give them very little time on the ball and utilize long balls and set pieces to put the Watford defense under pressure. They did all of those things in this game. Every one of those things that I had mentioned, they got absolutely executed to a T in the game today. It was very troubling to see this Watford side play as poorly as they did. They simply didn't turn up. And what was more painful than that was the Jao Pedro injury. Jao Pedro had to be substituted off before the half. This is a massive injury that's going to really hurt Watford in the short term. And it will be very, very interesting to see how long Jao Pedro is going to be out for. Jao Pedro was your leading goal scorer this season with eight goals. Lots of us as Watford supporters were concerned about whether or not he would be gone in January. At the time, I had said that January is not going to be something you have to worry about because I think he'll be at the club. Where you have to worry is in the summertime where Jao Pedro undoubtedly is going to leave. That's what I said then. And I still feel that way now. But the question about January has now shifted to when will Jao Pedro play again rather than when is he going to leave? We'll see about Jao Pedro. The manager, Slavin Bilic, has already said today that, quote, it doesn't look good when talking about the injury to Jao Pedro. So that is a very, very concerning quote from Slavin Bilic. Now, the injury for Jao Pedro was the ankle. It was the left ankle. It's the left ankle that kept him out of a game or two already this season. And there was a tackle, I think, in the mid, like, 34th, 33rd minute, whatever it was, 35th minute, by a player from Millwall. Sam Bilic did not say that it was dirty. He didn't think it was a dirty challenge or anything like that. Or malicious. 
But what it is for João Pedro is an injury that who knows how long he'll be out for. We'll find that out at some point in the next 24 hours. But after this game and the aftermath of this 2-0 defeat at home, Watford are left in a world of trouble. They now have a player who will miss three games in Hassan Kamara, a player who has already missed four previous games this season, one due to yellow card accumulation, the other three due to a straight red card he was shown in the game against Burnley, the third game of this season back in August. That's a total of seven games due to cards alone for Hassan Kamara, who absolutely needs a lesson in discipline and temperament. You have a thin Watford squad to begin with, depleted by injury. You have a Watford side who played very poorly today. And now this injury to João Pedro. To go along with the catalogue of other injuries, Dan Gosling out long term. Imran Loser out long term. Tom Cleverley out long term. Courtney House out long term. Hamza Chowdhury out five to six weeks. Those are just a few of the players who are now out injured for considerable amounts of time. And now João Pedro will be added to that list of players. It is a concern. There's no question about it. How much Watford business can be done in the month of January? I'm not so sure there's going to be a lot. There's already been some deals done. But this game was the perfect textbook answer of how not to look for revenge against Millwall. Watford started this game with a lineup that was relatively unchanged. Backman in goal and Gakia, Davis, Jean Pedro, Sema, Camera, Kafkart, Saw, Deli Bashiru, Bakunia, and Cavaselli. That's pretty much an unchanged lineup. That is an unchanged lineup from the game against Huddersfield nine days ago. Carlu joined the substitutes bench and he made an appearance in the game, but really not to much impact at the time Watford were chasing the game, or shall I say, weren't doing very much chasing. But as a result, Millwall started much the better of the sides in the first half, controlled the possession, dominated the game, created chances. And if it wasn't for Daniel Backman, whose poor clearance early on put him in a lot of hot water, Millwall um, would have scored early on and would have run out at least 3-0 at half time. Backman's clearance met a Millwall player who smashed the ball and tried to chip it or just try to guide it into the open net. Backman ran across and diverted the ball away from goal and off to the side. And that was a very good save by Backman, very instinctual at the time. And Backman made several saves in that first half to keep Watford in the game. And even after Watford went behind, made some other saves in the game in the first half that kept Watford at 1-0 down. Watford did not create anything of note in that first half, and it took them until the 66th minute of the game. That's right, 66th minute. Almost 20 minutes, 20 plus minutes into the second half before they actually made some noise in the Millwall 18-yard box. And there were opportunities, maybe two or three the entire game. Saar had one um, after the 66th minute. He had the ball, controlled him, good pass from Cavaselli. 
Um, it was saw in the box, chested the ball down, was about to get off the shot, hesitated a bit, I think, and he has a lot this season, saw, and in other seasons. And then it was a Millwall player who came across, defended a great, made a great defensive play, clipped saw on the follow through after he made the clearance, but I don't think it was a penalty. Now, some other Watford supporters may have a different view from that, but the fact of the matter is, is that the penalty was not given. The referee, of course, was not great today, but he is not the reason that Watford lost this game. And I am really concerned about the way Watford have this Jekyll and Watford approach to some of these games at the Vic. Professional footballers have to play football. It doesn't matter whether it's on Boxing Day, on Christmas Day, on New Year's Day, on St. Patrick's Day, on St. George's Day. I don't care what day of the year, what the occasion is, whether it's a religious holiday or whatever it might be. It doesn't matter what the day of the week is or what the month of the year is. Professional footballers have to play football. And it doesn't matter how cold the weather is or how hot. It doesn't matter. You still have a game plan to execute. Millwall's was executed today. Watford's, well, they didn't even have an ex executed plan because the game plan was non-existent. In fact, the team was non-existent. And as a result, a 2-0 Watford defeat at home, an unacceptable result under any circumstances on any day of any week, was what materialized at the Vic today. Millwall's goals came in the 22nd minute and I think came in the 78th minute, something like that, whenever it was. But both goals were well taken. And second goal, especially from a set piece, something that Millwall are very good at. And they got a goal from the left side of the pitch and drilled low and hard into the bottom right-hand corner of the net. And that was that. Millwall back to South London with a very easy victory. 2-0 as the full-time score, but did not. Did not tell the story of how dominant Millwall were in this game and in the previous game when they won 3-0. Millwall should have run out even bigger winners that night. Watford did not gain revenge on Millwall. They just gained humiliation. And Hassan Kamara is the only person who laid a glove on Millwall today. And it cost him a red card and his team three games. I'll be back in a moment with more on this brand new edition of Yuan's. Zedkars from Watford FC. Of course, that's their theme tune and also the tune that Everton play as well. Zedkars there. And of course, you know, and that's the tune that played this afternoon on Boxing Day at the Vic. But it was not a tune that inspired this home side to do anything of any consequence against a Millwall side who had the second worst lowest point total away from home this season in the championship. Only one other team had fewer away points this season in the championship 
than Millwall. And that was Huddersfield Town, the team that Watford just beat nine days ago. So it was a very poor performance, disappointing. And too often this season, Watford just have not turned up for games. And that has happened a lot. It happened last season a lot as well. And you wonder why it is that Watford players are not turning up for these games. They're not mentally into the game, not focused, not playing with the urgency and the energy and the desperation that is needed for games like this. The championship is a long slog. No one will denounce, would, would doubt that or deny that. Nobody would. What it takes in these 46 games, these long stretches, is the kind of professionalism and determination and team spirit and cohesion and confidence that a long 46-game slog in the championship requires. Too often this season, Watford have not been consistent at home at the Vic. Their results at the Vic have been all over the place. Now, the bright light, if you want the bright light, the bright light is, is that Watford now have much less time to prepare for the game against Swansea than otherwise would be. A little bit less time. And this Saturday, they'll take a trip to South Wales to take on Swansea City. They'll be away from Vicarage Road, away from all the distractions of home. And they hopefully will be able to focus better as a team. That's the bright light to look out for, for Watford this coming weekend. And we also would like to know what kind of team Slavin Bilic puts out. I think that Slavin Bilic, by the way, today got the balance wrong with the way he responded to the sending off and the way he dealt with the formation shift. Those things didn't quite work for him the way they could have or should have. And I don't think he dealt with this soon enough and urgently enough. Again, the bright light, the silver lining, is that there is a game this Saturday at Swansea. Watford have no time to waste now and must get mentally prepared and get mentally tuned in to the game on Saturday. And it really is disconcerting to imagine that one of your top players is telling you in the post-game interview that he felt that Watford battled quite well today. If he thought that Watford battled, Keenan Davis thought that Watford battled quite well today. What did he think of the game when Watford beat Huddersfield Town? Because that's a marker for me. Watford battled pretty well against Huddersfield Town and didn't really have to exert themselves that much in the end. But this game started the way the Huddersfield game played out. Only Watford actually turned on the ignition after the first half hour of the Huddersfield game. Today, the ignition was never even on in the first place. There was no keys in the ignition. The car was still in the garage. That was the difference between that Huddersfield game and this game against Millwall today. It's going to be a very interesting next couple of games. Watford have got two away games in succession. The final game of the 2022 calendar is this Saturday against Swansea City in South Wales. Then they open up Watford, the 2023 calendar, on January the 2nd with a game next Monday against Norwich City at Carrow Road. Now, Norwich will be looking for payback 
against Watford there. And Watford will expect that Swansea, a team that beat Watford, would be there for Watford to try to do some damage against. Watford should be looking for revenge against a Swansea City side that came into the Vic earlier this season and beat Watford by a score of two goals to one after Watford had taken a 1-0 lead. I hope that Watford do remember that game and I hope that they also remember the bitter pill of the game that they've just lost. And I do hope that Watford use those games to motivate themselves because if they can't be motivated by trying to turn around a defeat into a victory in the next match, surely they can remember how much they were outplayed in both of those games in the second halves by those two teams they lost to. The team they lost to being Millwall in the previous encounter in October where Millwall really outplayed them the entire game and certainly again today. And then the game against Swansea with Watford lost where Swansea dominated the second half, completely played Watford off the park, controlled the midfield, passed Watford to death with about, what, 600 passes, Manchester City style, and did not give Watford the ball at all. So that's how things look in the days ahead for Watford. This is an adverse time. And the fans who will always get behind this team can't be blamed for booing the team in this game today at the Vic. Can't be blamed for maybe not being as vocal. I don't think that Watford Football Club players, be they male or female, can possibly expect Watford fans to cheer them on when they don't even turn up for games. Particularly the men's team. If the men's team hasn't turned up for a game, you can't expect that Watford fans are going to keep cheering throughout the game for you. Watford fans are more likely to keep cheering you when you've put an effort in and are down 6-0 than when you have not turned up for a game and are losing 1-0. You're going to get more Watford fans cheering you on in the 6-0 loss that you've had when you've played with an effort and a care about your performance than if you haven't turned up at all to the pitch and you are losing 1-0. That is just no question about. So Watford have a big, big next week or so to deal with. They've got this very important game now against Swansea. It's a critical game for Watford now. They want to end the 2022 calendar year with a victory, they began it with a defeat at home, literally on January 1st of this year. I can't believe it, that was the same year. But yes, in the Premier League, Watford lost at home to Tottenham 1-0 on the first game of the brand new year, literally January 1st. Hopefully Watford will find a way to end the season, on end this year, certainly this calendar year, on a much better and more positive note than they started the year with. If you look at what's going on in the game today between Norwich City and Luton Town, that's coming up later on tonight, and we'll find out how Norwich fare there. Norwich have a chance to jump over Watford and get fourth place if they beat Luton Town. Norwich are in fifth place on 35 points, Watford in fourth on 37. So if Norwich were to win tonight in 
uh, Kenilworth Road against Luton, they would be in fourth. Watford would be in fifth. But this is what the table looks like as of right this moment. Things are getting bunched up here in the table. Burnley on 47. Sheffield United currently on 47. They beat Coventry by a score of three goals to one today. And of course, Burnley will be in action tomorrow against Birmingham. That's going to be a very intriguing game at the Turf Moor ground. But right now, you've got at the top of the table, Burnley on 47, Sheffield United on 47. Their goal difference is just two behind Burnley. Then for the playoff places, Blackburn, who lost today to Sunderland on 39 points. They're in third place. Watford, who lost, of course, as I said, to Millwall. They're in fourth on 37. And then Norwich, who are playing uh, later on as of this recording, on 35 in fifth. And then Millwall have now snuck into those playoff places in sixth place on 35 as well. Goal difference separating them from both Norwich above them and QPR below them. QPR are in action as I record this right now. A goalless draw at the moment against Cardiff going into injury time in the first half. Now, of course, that may well change by the time you get to listen to this episode. So it was a very disappointing and very poor performance from Watford. Yet another of those kinds of performances where Watford just did not show up to even play this match. And I think Slavin Bilic will have to start addressing these kinds of things. And I don't know to what extent he and others in the staff have done so. But today was a day where you needed to address this issue. And hopefully in the coming days, Watford will. Because this cannot continue to go on. Every few games now, we have Watford not turning up for games at all. That's a lot to do with mentality and confidence, but there's got to be other reasons why. Watford just aren't showing up for these games. Only the players know for sure. Only the players know why they would not be turning up for a game like this against a team that already pulled their pants down this season. And only a team knows why they are not executing the game that had been put forth to them in the game plan all throughout the week in training. Don't forget to follow Yuans on Twitter at WFC and on Instagram at WFC on Mastodon at WFC at M-A-S. I'm sorry, let me do that again. Oh, don't forget to follow on Mastodon at Yuan's WFC at mstdn.social on fanbase at Yuan's. And this podcast is available on Apple, Spotify, and numerous other podcasting platforms. Just search for Yuan's. The YouTube channel is also available for your subscription, so please subscribe to Yuan's WFC on YouTube. You can go to youtube.com forward slash at sign Yuan's WFC. Or you can search in YouTube for Yuan's WFC and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Thank you very much indeed for your time and your support. And of course, the score today on this Boxing Day at the Vic finished Watford nil, Millwall 2. Watford lose both Hassan Kamara for three games and Jao Pedro perhaps 
for a lot more than that. I'm Omar Moore, and until next time on You Ons, you. Yeah.